I'm speaking this morning in the first of a two-part series as we build up to Christmas. Christmas is a very important commemoration in our lives as Christians and as a church. And as we build up to Christmas, I would like to share two messages on angelic visitation. In the part one today, the subtitle is Your Prayer is Heard. Tell somebody your prayer is heard. Tell the next person your prayer is heard. The story of Christmas is all about the miraculous. The scriptural account of the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ is interlaced with supernatural occurrences. And so as we revisit them in this season, expect a supernatural encounter this Christmas in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, angels are real. They are messengers of God sent to fulfill God's purposes. Angels are always around us on one assignment or another. And when you pray, God does not stand up from his throne and come and direct the affairs that you pray about. He deploys angels. So God sends angels to bring us answers when we pray. Once in a while, God opens our eyes to see them physically. But predominantly, we don't see them, but they are at work. You may see them in a vision or in a dream, but in reality, we often don't even see them, but they are at work. So let's go to the book of Luke as we explore angelic visitations at Christmas and what they mean to us today. Luke chapter 1, verse 5 to 14. Luke chapter 1, verse 5 to verse 14 it says there was in the days of herod the king of judea a certain priest named zacharias of the division of abijah his wife was of the daughters of aaron and her name was elizabeth and they were both righteous before god walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the lord blameless but they had no child because elizabeth was barren and they were both well advanced in years so it was the while he was serving as a priest before god in the order of his division according to the custom of the priesthood his lot fell to burn incense when he went into the temple of the lord and the whole multitude of the people was praying outside at the hour of incense. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, be not afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard. That is where our title came from. Your prayer is heard. And your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, 
and you shall call his name John, and you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. May the Lord bless his word. Amen. The scriptural account starts from a place of divine remembrance. A place of divine remembrance. The name Zacharias means Jehovah remembers or God remembers. Now, to remember is to recall something or recollect something. Now, for something or someone to be remembered, I guess it means that they had been forgotten, ignored. So, Zacharias means God remembers. The man was a priest in the house of God. He and his wife Elizabeth were described as righteous and blameless, walking before God in all his commandments, blameless. That means that if you look at Zacharias and Elizabeth, you will say, These people, they know God, they love God, they are faithful. They are constantly in the temple. But they had one big challenge. They had no child. And they had been praying for a long time and were now old, but did not have a child. And obviously, the older they got, the more the probability of having a child reduced. And that particular prayer that they had been praying for a long time was now looking scientifically impossible to be answered. Now, many of us would use that as a justification to say, How do I serve a God so faithfully and the one thing that I have been praying for, he hasn't answered? I'm sure that for many of us, there's something that if you met God this afternoon face to face, you see, uh-huh, now I found you. This matter, true or false, everyone has something that is that one prayer. You don't need objectives, multiple choice. It is one, and you know it. And so for Zacharias and Elizabeth, it was the prayer, not a prayer topic. It was the prayer. But Zacharias did not say, because my one prayer has not been answered, I will not come to church again, or I will not serve God again. He continued. And the Bible says it was his turn, according to the schedule, to lead the nation in prayer, in burning incense in prayer. And he was there. Tell somebody he was there. It's instructive for us. The reason being that for many of us, we sometimes let our circumstances determine when we will worship God, when we will serve him, and when we will talk about the goodness of God. But he was there. Tell somebody he was there. And Bible says that as he continued serving God faithfully, one day, it may have looked like an ordinary day like this, he came to stand at his usual post, burning incense and leading in prayer and in that moment bible says the angel of the lord 
appeared near the altar of incense may god appear to somebody in this season in this season may god visit somebody who has just trusted god faithfully serving him faithfully coming to the house of the lord you have issues you have needs but you are always looking out for the lord and you think god has forgotten the word of god to you is that god remembers so bible says god remembered and god appeared to him in the place of your faithfulness may god appear to you may god appear to somebody in the music ministry may god appear to somebody who comes to church every day and lifts up your voice may god appear to an usher serving faithfully in spite of the fact that you have needs may god appear to you and when the lord appeared he said your prayer is head naturally zacharias was afraid i mean imagine that you come to sunday service and you are having a prayer time maybe pastor mike is leading prayer and right before your eyes boom an angel appears Charlie. depending on your your personal status you may either run out of the church or something will happen to you but that's what happened to zacharias and so naturally he was afraid and as happens very often when angels appear they say be not afraid when the angel appeared to Samson's parents, he said, how can we see God and live? We will die. He says, you won't die. So the angel said, do not be afraid. My message is simple. Your prayer is heard. And this morning, I came from God to tell somebody that your prayer is heard. I don't know the prayer. I wish I did, but I don't know. But the word from the Lord is that your prayer his head so the angel said to Zacharias not only has God remembered you but your prayer is head and that is the word of the Lord to somebody today that is the word of the Lord to a couple trusting God for your own child today your prayer is head that is the word of the Lord to a business saying, when shall we also be profitable? Your prayer is heard. That is the word of the Lord to somebody saying, 21 days more to the end of the year. When shall I gather? I said, your prayer is heard. Lift up your right hand and declare, my prayer is heard. My prayer is heard. My prayer is heard so zacharias maybe like you said wow my prayer is heard then he said but hold on which prayer he only said your prayer is heard but which one was he talking about then the angel went on to clarify he said your wife elizabeth shall bear you a son and he shall be called john Elizabeth means God has sworn. It also means God's promise. So combine God has heard and God's promise. What do you get? If Zacharias is God remembers and Elizabeth is God's promise, 
when you combine what do you get god remembers his promise in case there is somebody here and and in the course of your life or years ago god promised you something and said you will build you will do this you will be great you will serve me and you are looking back and saying what happened to god's promise the combination of zacharias and elizabeth is that god remembers his promise hallelujah may the promise of god come to pass in your life may god confirm what he has said to you that you believe for some time and now you are beginning to wonder it's taking time oh but god said it and he meant it and god is not a man that he should lie nor the son of man that he should repent so once he has said it he will do it i said he will do it so god remembers his promise to you but the part that i love is that beyond confirming that the promise shall come to pass he added that there will be joy and gladness may i announce to somebody that there will be joy and gladness i said there will be joy and gladness somebody says the year has been tough from january to november ending and even december the first one week has not been easy i don't know anything but the word of god and the word of god says there will be joy and gladness and as if there were not enough he said many will rejoice at your testimony not only will you have joy and gladness many people too will rejoice because of you may your testimony bring joy to your family may your testimony bring joy to your home may your testimony bring joy to your community have you seen a situation sometimes where you get first class and some people are more happy than even you that you are standing on the i watched the graduation ceremony and i said no, no i think that the mother of the graduating student was even more happy than the student did you see that video she displayed because your testimony can bring other people great joy maybe somebody is saying does god really care and then god does it for you and they are like wow even your testimony is making me happy may god give you a testimony as for me when god gives you a testimony i'll rejoice with you maybe i'll rejoice even more than you so may god give you a testimony many shall be glad now as zacharias rejoiced like many of us it then struck him by the way this thing that god the angel is saying does he know my age <laughs> aren't we human he says does the angel know my age does he know my wife's age so the bible says that zacharias the inner voice in zacharias said hold on this thing you are saying in verse 18 zacharias said to the angel how shall i know this how shall i know what you are saying because i'm an old man and my wife too is well advanced in years he was being human this thing you are saying sounds very nice but how do i believe it considering my age and considering my wife's age 
there are biological and statistical considerations in what you are saying so please clarify do you mean now or in the world to come when god talks about our lives sometimes he's a god of contradiction he sounds like a god of contrast he comes to you at the time you are down somebody let you down broke your heart and then he comes saying you will be great and then you say ah, hold on did you do you know my current situation or you are just talking in a vacuum sometimes god deliberately comes to you at the point where you have nothing and talks about your future when you look at your present and you look at what he's saying you are asking how do you even consider what you are saying as a possibility so zacharias asks the question me i'm an old man my wife too old woman so the thing you are saying how shall it come to pass are you aware that several times when god speaks even here in the new wine temple and makes a declaration you may not tell me but you are standing down saying ah but pastor this thing you are saying do you know my home did you see the text message my landlord sent me yesterday do you know are you aware that my job is at risk but god said it shall come to pass and god is not a man that he should lie so my job is to tell you what god has said and to believe with you that in spite of the challenges that face you god will confirm his word in your life so let me stand on this holy ground and declare that it shall be well with you i said it shall be well with you that you will end this year well and you will end with a testimony how shall these things be seeing that january to november it has not happened i don't know but if it takes 31st at 1159 what god has said he will do it in your life let me encourage somebody god is never too late i said god is never too late and what he has said shall come to pass so he said to the angel me i am old my wife too she's old then the angel said something very remarkable he said considering the way you have started if we allow you to talk you will subvert the purpose of god because you keep saying i can't i can't and there is so much power in your words in proverbs 18 verse 21 bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof the angel said if i leave you you will wake up every morning and instead of watering the prophecy and saying god is about to do it it shall come to pass god has said it i believe it i shall see it you wake up and say ah mikra is my biological clock working against me or for me so the angel said if i allow you you will talk your way out of this blessing so you shall not speak you shall not speak in order to contradict this blessing 
So Bible says, at that point, Zacharias lost his speech. Sometimes God is so gracious that he prevents you yourself from sabotaging yourself. If he leaves you alone, your doubt, your, your, your own sense of inadequacy and limitations will make you fight what he has said. Even when he sends the solution and it comes, your words will send it away. But God is gracious. So he blocked, you see how you block on your phone? He blocked Zacharias' speech so he wouldn't talk. And Bible says it came to pass. Just as the angel had said, Elizabeth took seed and was expecting. And she said something that was very significant. She says, he has taken away my reproach among people. Do you know that sometimes society can be very wicked? Sometimes society can be very unkind, unempathetic, inhumane. The Bible says in the next chapter, the angel talking to Mary that your cousin Elizabeth, who is called barren do you know what that means that in in addition to having a challenge of trusting god for a child in that community too when they are referring to her they say ah don't you know elizabeth that's that old woman who doesn't have a child how can that one be somebody's name but that's what the bible said your cousin elizabeth who is called barren so it's almost like okay so let's say that you, every time you owe people money and you are struggling to pay so they call you what name should i use I, I, I want to make sure i don't use anybody's name okay so let's use a name that is generic they call you nana so they say ah don't you know nana the one who borrows money and does not pay hey. <laughs> how can they use your problem to become your middle name But that's how society sometimes works. They say that person who borrows and they don't pay. That person who does not have a child. So Elizabeth made an announcement. She says, he has taken away my reproach among people. This morning, I came with an announcement to somebody. People may have laughed at you. People may have disrespected you. Your problem may have become your middle name. But God is about to take away your reproach among people. The same person that they say, you are the Elizabeth that is called barren. Bible says that same Elizabeth, many will rejoice and be glad at your testimony. May God turn your story around. May God turn your song around. Several years ago, something very significant happened. I was too young to know. But when I lost my father at age two or less than two, it was a very chaotic situation. And in the chaos of widowhood rights and all those things that are very um, unpleasant in our society, somebody said, oh, please take your time because you don't know what will come out of these children. Then somebody said, 
what can come out of these things these things that is what they call reproach when they see you lying down this one too what can come out of it but you see let god be true and every man a liar somebody may look at you and say this person too that is walking around they don't, they don't even have a bicycle what can come out of this person if it was human beings that write the judgment they will short change you but god is not a man and god does not need man's permission to lift you up today they are saying what can come out of these things but god will lift you up and those same people will say wow one day as fate would have it probably 40 years after that statement was made the person who made that statement came looking for me in my office at the time corporate ceo i'm in my office and they mentioned this person is looking for me once they mentioned the name i know who it is and i'm smiling in my office very relaxed and the person who's supposed to be closely related does not even know how i look like but just knows that this person has prospered so my first member of staff goes out and she mentions my name albert he says oh no that's not albert second person goes out and says albert he said no it's not him finally when i come out the person has lost confidence to try again and i sit down and i say i'm albert and then the tears start flowing listen sometimes people who don't know what god will do with your life can rule a line and say you can't cross this line this is all there is to you don't don't be angry i said to her you know what you meant it for evil but god meant it for good that his name may be glorified when i embraced her she started crying even more but i understood listen god is not man when man looks at you they can't see anything good but it's not their fault their eyes have not been opened but thank god that he doesn't ask permission for man to lift you up somebody in this service today a line has been drawn and they are saying what can come out of you but god will kick that line god will erase that line god will push that barrier god will break that stronghold maybe nobody in your family has even crossed that line before and they are saying ah don't you know your surname and you are going to apply for this job this job it is for the rich and famous and you are applying with him god will break that line i say god will erase that barrier god will remove that barrier god will kick it out of place you will enter a place nobody in your family has entered you will cross a line nobody in your family has crossed yesterday somebody told me a testimony he said rev my son has got admission into the school i looked at the person and i said wow you yourself you have not even gone to the school before that school it is way above you but you know what god is so gracious that god can look on your faithfulness and bless your children and you are like is this me and you are driving your child to that school and you are like me how can my child go to the school but god is faithful so today i announce to somebody that god remembers and god remembers his promise 
So be not weary in doing good. Be not weary in serving God. For in due season, at the right time, at the appointed time, you will reap your reward if you faint not. Hallelujah. Elizabeth said, he has taken away my reproach. At the appointed time, Elizabeth delivered, as God had promised. And when the family came to the naming ceremony, they said, ah, we must call him Zacharias. That's the name we know, the father's name. And she said, his name is John. They said, hey, now John to the from where? Nobody's called John in the family. Then Zacharias asked for a tablet. In, if it was today, it would have been an iPad. And then he wrote, his name is John. And the moment he affirmed what God has said and stopped doubting and referring to his age, but affirmed what God has said, his mouth opened and he began to speak. Somebody will begin to speak in this season. Somebody who has been quiet thinking about your problems, your limitations, your setbacks, and you have been quiet because there's been so much reproach around you in this season, you will begin to speak. I said you will begin to speak. God will turn your story around and you will open your mouth and magnify the Lord and give him praise. May God put a song in somebody's lips. May God put a song in somebody's heart. May somebody who has gone up and down, keeping quiet to yourself because you have seen so much setbacks, may you have a song and a testimony. On the 31st of December in this year, when we gather to give God thanks, you will have a song to sing. I said you will have a song to sing. You will have a testimony and you will rejoice in the goodness of the Lord. Today I came from God with a simple message for somebody. God has remembered you. And God has heard your prayer. And God remembers his promise. May this year end well with you. May God finish what he has begun in your life. May God confirm his promise in your life. And may you return with a song and a testimony in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Somebody celebrate the Lord.